Okay, we're ready to roll. The Bob and Zip Show with Nick Kelly. All right. It's the Bob and Zip Show. Today is the 2nd of September, or whenever you're listening to it, that's the day it is. <laughs> I'm Bob. Uh, Zip is in, uh, I'm in Vermont at Brick, the Black River Innovation Campus, a nonprofit that's helping teach people uh, in rural areas how to be connected and blast things out across the internet. And uh, Zip is in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, where yes, I am. Uh, torrential rains are coming down and they may actually be affecting his cable internet connection. I believe that's what's happening there, Professor Rivers. Okay. You're, the, you're the expert. You're in the classroom, correct? You do sound like you've got a 14-4 modem for Christmas. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> I've got mail. He's got a Commodore 64. Yeah. We're just going to live with it because it's a podcast yeah. and yeah. everybody will understand. Right. Ed Kelly is in Detroit. Spike O'Neill will be joining us from Seattle in about a half an hour. There is lots of news uh, but less preparation for the show today. I, sometimes I feel like we do better when we wing it. Yeah. I, those best radio shows happen that way, so it makes sense. Yeah. At least that's yeah. what I used to tell myself when I was lazy. <laughs> yes. There's a rationalization for everything. Yeah. Can I take my name tag off? Yes, Don't you may. Don't know each, all of us well enough okay. by now. So here are a couple things we'll talk about tonight. Uh, Zip has an embarrassing recording of me and him. From 1978-ish or so. Good Lord. Is it on wire? Uh, it was uh, recorded on a... Seven and a half IPS, baby. On wow. a Tascam four-track <laughs> tape deck. Yeah, a Tascam. Uh, yeah. A 3340. It's very embarrassing to me, but that means that your penalty is you have to listen to the whole show. Here. I thought the drum track was very solid, actually. Yeah, that was you playing drums. Uh, also, um, my son, Andrew, the comic... Uh, was with me for two weeks visiting mom and dad for the first time since the pandemic. Right. And um, it was wonderful, um, let me say, because I, I love him and miss him. And mm. He's amazing. Uh, but it was also a sobering a glimpse <laughs> at what being in your 30s is like <laughs> uh, when you don't have a wife yet to beat you into shape. And... Um, Anyway, we'll talk a little bit about. I, I got a glimpse. The pizza it. box lifestyle. Yeah, pretty pizza much, yeah. Box yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. I like that. Like, I'll, I'll get into that uh, in a minute. Also, I've been teaching a podcast workshop class. I tried to call Ed to have him live on the podcast, but he was in a restaurant, and so that didn't work out. But no. But that's. Been <laughs> and, then, and I got a lovely look from Lizzie when I left the table. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> It's Bob. I got to take uh, it. We'll talk a little <laughs> bit about other podcasts. Uh, podcasting is exploding. We'll start here. Uh, yeah. This year, podcasts are expected to do one point three billion dollars in advertising. Soak that up because most of us aren't doing much advertising, no. and it's a figure that's still in its early days. Uh, next year, they're predicting over two billion. And within a few years, it's a four or five billion dollar industry. Uh, I don't know why uh, they don't call podcasting radio because it is radio. It's just it's like not calling pictures you take with a dim digital camera pictures. They're photos. OK, <laughs> mm -hmm. just because you're not using Kodak film anymore. There's still photos and uh, the radio shows that are 
exploding onto the podcasting scene. I mean, some of them are so huge. Right. Um, for me, and I don't know about you guys, it's a labor of love, right? Yes. Agreed. Zip, did your connection crap out? Uh, are you, you getting or ready? Or is it you, you don't love it at all? Yeah. It's a labor of love, right, fellas? Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for elaborating on that. For me. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, did you address me? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said zip. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I I, I just want to make sure that yeah. I'm here. Yes. It's not the only narcoleptic in the room. I'm so, not all there, but he's here. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there are big podcasts now. I suspect uh, some of us don't listen to very many podcasts. <laughs> well, I listen to all in now, but you get—that's your fault, right? And, yeah. and and did you hear this week's? They fought all. I mean, they didn't fight, but they. You know, well, I was I was surprised to hear that they never listened back to their own podcasts ever. Yeah. Um, I I don't. I have, but I mean, I don't now. Yeah, yeah. But they never. They have gone done how how many podcasts now? It's in the hundreds, and they have the one. Oh, I saying, don't think it's in the hundreds yet. I don't think they've even done. Uh, fifty or sixty. Yeah, I thought I thought it was more than that. Maybe they were talking about how many years it, it has been, but it, there was there was a lot of shows under their belts for having not listened to any of them, and yet having not listened back to any of them, they're still complaining about their share of the show. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Zip, would you complain a bit more? Because we were really screwing <laughs> you over. Yes. No, I just you know I've perused that one podcast. I'm still yeah. entrenched in the uh, Talking Sopranos podcast. Yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. Are you yeah. so you do listen to the Talking Sopranos podcast? Yes, yes. Yeah. Because I, you're uh, currently going through this and and that's the way it is by the way whatever you're into. Yeah. There's a there's podcast for it. There's a yeah. niche for you, yeah. Yeah. Uh the All In podcast is big, but it's a bunch of billionaires self-congratulating themselves. Well, it is a little self-serving, yeah. Yeah. And I just have never got to sit around a living room with a bunch of billionaires, so for me <laughs> No, it's, it's fascinating. Kid, man. I mean I, I mean, look, I've got to go to Bangladesh. I've gotten to go to Africa, yeah. uh, Dominican Republic. So I've hung around with people who make less than a dollar a day. Plenty. I, I shouldn't say plenty. I mean, I, I've hung around with them enough to realize how fortunate we are yeah. to be in this divisive, miserable country that we're in. Compared. Wow. <laughs> aren't, you the, aren't you the blooper to happiness? I am. <laughs> I am so sick of freaking wow. idiots talking about politics. I really oh, am. Me too. Yeah, just like you're all, but you're all being, your tools being used to promote agendas without actually understanding anything. Without, yeah. 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 And uh, the way you sign for something online that's free, thinking it's free. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so actually, to hear a bunch of billionaires is interesting to me. But I also listen to a podcast like Hidden Brain, which is an NPR thing. Uh, it's science. Uh, I like Fresh Air. The gal who does I, those. I love books. Fresh Air. I don't like Terry Gross much, but you don't like her. Not as a host now. To um, it, it, she does not come across as genuine to me. It's it's always oh. like she's. It's that 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 self-important NPR sound, yes. you yeah. know. Yeah, she's been I doing guess, a long yeah. time. It, she, you know, what I, I mean? understand she that she's good. Yeah. She's very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, she's yeah. prepared. She's educated. Yeah. Over prepared. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I resent prepared, educated people myself. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, there's another podcast. Yeah. yeah, there's another podcast I listen to, the Drummer's Resource, 
which this oh, guy wow. has interviewed every mm. great st- drummer. And it's really interesting and, and very, very insightful. So that's fun. Well, I guess what I'm saying is there's so much out there uh, that it's a golden age of radio. Uh, you can hear mm. anything you want. You can hear uh, yeah. old friends the like us. The dial is a lot longer, Bob. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the dial is a whole lot longer, Bob. Well, you used yes. to have like, you know, seven, eight choices on AM and a, and a couple of dozen, you know, all together. And now, you know, there's exactly literally true. thousands and thousands and well, thousands, but, thousands of thousands of choices. But that has happened. The Internet has disrupted everything. So yes, the record business Game was changer. disrupted by the Internet. Buried almost and deserved deservedly so in my view. You think it's buried? The record business? Hell yeah. As, huh. it, as we knew it. Oh, as we knew it. Yes. But again... Taking a picture with cameras as we knew it is decimated too by digital pictures. Was yeah. that bad for photography? No. Um, I don't know. Don't know. See, the, the record business isn't music. It's just the current Taliban that's in charge of music. <laughs> that's a, that is an excellent analogy. Yeah. Record companies were the Taliban of music. They were. Yeah. And yeah. you might get paid, you might not get paid. What happened to all that money we gave you? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, so. Did you see the uh, documentary on David Geffen just uh, while we're on the topic of. Is uh, it on uh, one of the pay TVs? Yes, it's on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. I would probably enjoy it. It's I've seen really the one good. on Clive Davis. Clive Davis actually. is next. That's my next yes. one. I saw the Clive Davis. I like those kinds of things. Yeah. And I met um, Ahmet Erdogan in Manhattan once because I was there. Ooh, uh, a buddy nice. of mine is a keyboardist. Say, yeah. uh, you, now, you're saying all these names. It's inside stuff. you got to tell people who these are. Ahmet Erdogan, a big label uh, guy. I'm Atlantic. Trying to remember. Atlantic. Atlantic. Yes. yes, Atlantic. Yeah. He's passed Which, away now. Yes, but you were on Atlantic. Or are you still on Atlantic? Uh, uh, yeah, my... my Christmas albums were on Atlantic, and it was actually Amit Erdogan yes. who was played one of our song parodies and said, I like that. Let's put it out. That's exactly You're how I got signed. you me. Yeah. I didn't know that. Same guy who found Led Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah one yeah. day, smoked a joint and heard one of my stupid parodies. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, uh, Almond Brothers. He was yeah. I very, I very rarely came up in those conversations where he was name dropping. Yeah, and I didn't know who the guy was at the time until we left. And and, and my buddy Jay Rowe, who is a, a, a keyboardist in in Connecticut, said, "Dude, you know who that was? No, his name was Ahmed. I know that. It's the president of Atlantic Records." Yeah. Then, okay. So mourning the loss of record label control mm-hmm. would be like mourning the death of the mafia and Tony Soprano no longer, you know, hijacking shipments and selling them on the black market. I mean, you leave Carmelo for this show without my permission. That's right. Uh, I think it's great that record companies are decimated. Uh, they aren't, by the way, in the sense that they own their catalog. Well, they are in the sense that I used to get hired by record companies here in, in Michigan, and huh. now, instead of two buildings, they've got one, and they don't hire me or anybody else anymore. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But it, So it's a catalog business. It's yes. a business of, it's like the people who own I Love Lucy and My Favorite Martian and My Mother right. the Car. Right. They're going to put them on old TV, and I don't want to compare Led Zeppelin and Eric Clapton to I Love Lucy and My Mother the Car. <laughs> Ricky, what's <laughs> it, darling? Hey, hey, Mama said the way you move. <laughs> but, but you know, time marches on, and yes. human beings will always make art. One legacy of the record companies is this: since in order for their business to even exist now, they have to make money off of legacy product. Right. 
that is why so many classic rock artists and classic songs continue to get licensed and relicensed for TV shows and movies. Right. Um, and it's why that company Hypnosis, we talked about several weeks ago, that's buying up the catalogs of artists. And, um, and, the, and for the surprising list, people you never think would sell out are selling out. Like who? Like Dylan. Bob Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I never thought he'd plug in his guitar and stop playing acoustic, but he okay. did. Okay. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he did. Uh, wasn't that Montrose? What yeah. was that? Yeah. And by the way, is it selling out? I mean, he made records and sold them to people. Y yeah. Okay. So he owns the licensing. It's not like he said, um, let's use one of my songs for a uh, Tide laundry detergent commercial. Well, but there's nothing to prevent them from doing that that I'm aware of. Yeah. But he's like At Ben and point. Jerry. He sold the company. <laughs> well, Don't well that analogy was not on par with your last one, but okay, okay. go ahead. <laughs> well, but you know Ben and Jerry's ice cream yes. was the ice cream of the conscience. Right. Which if you could describe, good. you know, uh, quadruple bypass cholesterol and <laughs> eating something terrible for point, you. Point taken. And, yeah. and, and Onset diabetes. Yeah, yeah. and somehow <laughs> virtue signal with that product. <laughs> That's it's a, the magic of advertising, friends. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a, uh, I love that phrase, by the way. I'm hearing that more and more in the news. Have you heard virtue signaling? Yes. Yeah. What does it mean to you? Well, I, I think right now, and I'm reading a lot of these scripts, because as you know, I'm, I'm, I do all that corporate right. stuff. I was going to say crap, but that's rather reductive and derisive. And I'm trying to be a working actor here. But they, they are saying that, you know, we've got to clean up our act here, or people, we're just, we're just going to be... Um, eliminated from a, a customer base that that's, thinks that this is a revolutionary time and a big time for change and it's the new summer of love and right. not summer of love. That, but, what know. product are we talking about now? We're talking about just corporate imaging. Oh uh, yeah, corporates want to make sure that they're me too friendly, that right. they're, right, it's called virtual I, signaling. And I still think that a lot of it is just posturing. Well it is. Um, yeah. One of the biggest virtual signaling frauds that has just been exposed is that the United States goes to help and liberate and spread democracy in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, Afghanistan was all about virtue signaling. Originally, we were going to get Osama bin Laden. Mm -hmm. And then after we got him, it was like, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to save the world in Afghanistan. They're going to have democracy and women are going to be, you know, respected and et cetera, et cetera. And it was virtue signaling while our military industrial complex sold billions of dollars worth of products. It's a very lucrative it's business. A, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, that's a recent example of virtue signaling I heard. It, it rings true to me. I don't know. What do you think, Zip? You know, I, I was thinking of a Subaru. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a real good example, too. It's, isn't it, though? Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. such they a warm talk. and fuzzy. They're oh cute. The God. spots are cute. The, you the know. dogs already love. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh, if I've never seen a Subaru commercial, tell me what you mean. It's not um, good. Well, it's just kind of, it's like Ben and Jerry's ice cream, crunchy granola, you Yum. know, take the kids, you know, go in the In other words, everyone it. who drives a Subaru is an amazing person. Yeah, thoughtful and, and environmentally conscious and loves dogs and, you know, yeah. Right. Isn't it Subaru means love or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, really, ins thing, it's yeah. really insipid, but it works for some reason. Yeah. Subaru yeah. means really, love. It is warm and fuzzy. I got to yeah. admit, it's yeah. like I don't care for their cars at all. 
They're very well done. I don't care for their cars at all. (laughs) No, I don't. But I feel good when I buy one. one. No, I drove one when when I was in an ad agency. They gave me one. And I I didn't really care for it. But it it was not a bad car. Was it an Outback? No, it was just a standard wagon. Okay. It was nice. Very nice car. But, you know. They last forever. Yes. Yeah. But, uh. I can't believe we're doing a Subaru commercial. I'm we just sorry tricked. that I, no, I've we got to do this from Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's yeah, not, not a great place there. to talk about no, foreign cars. <laughs> They're knocking my door now, by the way. I'm oh, too close to the man. GM headquarters there with an earshot. Wow. So yeah. in Detroit, Ed, yes. is that still a thing that you uh, have to love American cars? You know, um, I would say that uh, there are so many parts made in so many places that it's watered down. Um, okay. But when I, when I started... Um, I but if you're be American, buy American, you're also virtue signaling. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah okay. totally. Um, because it's it's really a hollow promise. It's really a hollow stance because the stuff is all made all over the place. And only about 60 to 65% of the parts are American made in almost any American car, as I understand it. And those stats may be out of date because yeah. I'm kind of out of, out of well, the Well, and, oh, we're out of cars because the chips, chips aren't here yeah. from China. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Joe, uh, what's his name? Who? <laughs> The president, Joe, Joe, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, thank you. Having a brain fart. <laughs> Joe, what's his name? Wow, I should have had a coffee after din- dinner. That's okay. anyway. I, I, I don't pay Joe, much attention to who's president anymore. He was trying to fan the flames of that uh, "Made in America" union thing, and it's like Joe, that train has kind of left the station a little bit. Meaning, meaning it's it's very hard to get that genie back in the bottle. Hmm. Don't you think? I mean, I don't think that the guys that are doing offshore manufacturing for pennies on the dollar for what they would do it in America are just going to reduce their profit margins by 90% by onshoring things. Yeah. I just don't see that happening at the corporate level. Well, here's a... I'll give you a counter argument to that. They're not going to... Okay, but they're not going to stop going to Alibaba for their gross supplies. Well, but if if we learned one thing with the pandemic... Mm-hmm. It's that we've made ourselves vulnerable in a bunch of different ways. And not True. just that we disbanded the pandemic department of our government, uh, but also that uh, in terms of supply chains. We are totally we, codependent. We are codependent. And uh, and in some ways that's been good, but it's been short-term thinking. So yeah. I do believe that companies are going to look for ways to uh, better control their supply chains and not be so reliant. I actually think the pandemic, in some ways, from a business point of view, there's so many things that, and I have an update on the pandemic, which we'll get to, by the way, but mm-hmm. there's so many things in, in race car driving, when there's accidents, mm-hmm. that's how they come up with safety features. I have a friend right. who's a big NASCAR fan, and he would always tell me most of the safety stuff from yeah. the cars NASCAR came from and NASA, yes. people that uh, you know turn turn right for a living, or is it turn left? I can't remember. Uh, left, I would, yeah. yeah. And no, a bunch uh, of right turns, a bunch of right turns, right, <laughs> but right turn. You keep right turn. Yeah. Uh, no, it's left. Left turn. It is left because I was at I was at uh, Claremont Speedway a couple of yes, weeks ago. Yes, it is left. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, when they have problems or accidents. Uh, they figure out how to fix them. Right. And it's the same thing with this pandemic. Um, the pandemic exposed so much vulnerability in our uh, entire economic system that, uh, you know, I do believe that it's going to bring about, uh, look, changes where they make sense. Also, understand the rest of the, the, rest of the world is 
quickly, um, industrializing and becoming high tech. Mm -hmm. And And stealing our lunch. Well, (laughs) the cost of everything is going to go up. The cost of things overseas are not going to keep going down. They're going to actually start to rise. So I think more and more I see products made here. I see, you know, certain things that make sense, like food especially, Mm -hmm. uh, microbrews. You see all the little things that – plus people feel good when they make something, when they craft something. Absolutely. And um, so I don't know. I – uh, look, economically, every company is going to, you know, make as much profit as it can. That's our system. Mm-hmm. But um, don't I, you think the economic band-aid sort of put a malaise in the workforce, though? I mean, you know, people are just not. You mean from the sp- pandemic uh, free money? Yeah, yeah. scrambling to get back to work. Nobody yeah. can hire people. Yeah. Nobody will work. Well, yes. On the surface, that's what people are saying. Uh, I see this other effect that's going to be, that is already huge. Um, the supply chain shortages, the people who don't want to work because they're paid crap and they don't want to go back and have people mouth breathing on them at a restaurant. Right. Those I get are all that. part of a whole ecosystem of change. And also the giant demographic shift of people away from the cities because it can work remotely. So it's not one thing going on. It's all these things going on at once. Mm-hmm. And so far, the biggest uh, the biggest uh, side effect of all of that has been massive inflation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, does that explain all the increased travel expenses? Like how a plane fare that well, was $39 three months ago is now 390 So uh, some of it is, some, some of it is supply and demand, but mm-hmm. some of it also is, um, human and corporate nature. For example, air travel. Mm-hmm. For, you know, eight, 16, 18 months, the airlines were basically shut down. Dead. Right? Yeah. And they were on the corporate, I'm, I'm sorry, they were on the government teat. Teat, as they say. Yeah. Uh, to keep them alive. But when you give, you know, you know, there's an old saying about money, money is fungible. Fungible? I'm, I'm giving is- you this allowance so you can buy your school lunch and some pencils and, uh, you know, and make sure you take the bus for a quarter. And then as soon as you got the money, um, you can skip the school up, the pencils and the quarter, and buy a, a bag of weed. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> and, you sound, now you sound like my brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, in other words, um, you can't follow American Airlines. Like, I know they furloughed people. I know mm-hmm. they did a whole bunch of stuff. And so much money was given away. There's no way. For years, there's going to be stories about. Basically, we were just like Afghanistan, only we were giving it to the Taliban here in our own country. Right. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I figured. Yeah, no, no, I I know the parallel you're drawing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so um, uh, the end result is when airlines started back up, they didn't have the same. I used to fly nonstop from Boston to L.A. On Alaska mm-hmm. Airlines, there's no flight yeah. anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, so when I wanted to try and take a different airline, what used to be you know, two, three hundred dollars each way mm-hmm. was like six hundred dollars each way, and I'm like, did the cost of air traffic double? And what it was is the airlines were only running fifty, sixty something percent of the flights they were running before, so they were, I don't want to say in collusion. But I think that's what it was. But they were 
they were creating an artificial shortage. They knew uh, they know how to um, scale up or down now. The, the pandemic taught them how to scale up or down their flights, whereas they also ran these flights as a service, and there were tons of flights, yeah. so they competed with each other. So they shaved their pennies and nickels, and we could yeah. all get you know $99 fares. And in the process became greyhounds with wings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen that meme going around where people are on an airplane in the uh, 60s or so, and they're going, wow, can you imagine how cool flying will be in 50 years? Because back then they're <laughs> they're serving them duck a l'orange. <laughs> you used to get, get into a suit to get on a plane. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, back then they could smoke cigarettes on the plane, too, which <laughs> I wouldn't like. Um, so, so in other words, I, I don't see, I, I look at all these memes that try to explain things with one sentence and there's a whole ecosystem of stuff happening, but all of it causes everything to be more expensive. Yeah. Did you see that lumber is now cheaper than it was before the pandemic? Why? Um, so the prices went up. I forget how much per board foot. I think it's like. Oh, during the pandemic, everybody was doing improvements. During the pandemic. So yeah. what happened in the pandemic is the supply chains got interrupted. The, uh, you know, supply and demand caused the price of a piece of plywood to go up to the size of, you know, the price of a car. Right. And as soon as they could, the supply chains reopened, only they overproduced. So now lumber is cheaper. Than it was. But gas is up, so it costs you more to go get it. <laughs> um, gas, by the way, that's another thing. Biden has ruined the price of gas. Um, gas is what it was before the pandemic. Not for me. What do you mean? I mean, I put I paid two seventy five a gallon uh, today, yeah, and I I paid out like a buck ninety nine this time last year at Costco. Yeah, but that was during a pandemic. Yeah. Okay. But it was <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. Look at a graph over the last was, 10 okay. years. I will. And gas goes up and down with mm-hmm. with supply and demand. Um, it's not that if we're not in this new world where gas got more expensive, it's just it's supply and demand. Hmm. Did Zip get cut off? His internet. I, I'm back. No, he, I'm back. he's thinking about OPEC days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the 70s gas yeah. crisis. So anyway, I know I'm all alone here in this. Sorry, um, I don't pick one side or the other side in a political that, argument. But why uh, is that, Bob? Why is that um, your role? Anyway? Because I'm really sick of all of that, and I think we ought to actually work on problem solving together and not try to blame somebody uh, for things. Blame is a. Don't get me wrong. Uh, blame makes you feel good while you're doing it. There's your next parody. Yeah. The blame game. Yeah. <laughs> but after you've blamed somebody, what did you actually accomplish? Nothing. Zippo. Because anytime you yes. point, here's another meme for you, Bob. Anytime you point a finger, there's three more pointing back at you. All right. So um, there is some interesting COVID news. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be good news. It could be bad news. Okay. Depending on how you look at it. Well, here's how I'm looking at it. I can't get back to my homeland. Canada. <laughs> I finally did, by the way. Yeah. You can, but it's not easy, right? And they're not recomm- they're recommending we don't. No, it isn't easy because it's a logistical gymnastics exercise. Like, you, you, you can't believe it. I went today to get a, my third nasal swab, um, but they, they won't tell you when you can get it back. So I tried to get it yesterday, but I got a flat, missed my appointment. 
That's another story right, altogether. Tell, uh, uh, tell people the story. Of what, so in order to go to Canada... You have you to ha- get a nasal swab. You have to get a and test. A test at CVS. And then uh, they'd say, well, the first time it was, well, one or two days. Next time it was two or three days. Now it's three to four days. And, of course, with the, with the long weekend. Oh, for you to get weekend, it back. But then, yeah, And you the show results. it at the border? Yes. I, I mean, you just it, blow it, your nose and hand them a Kleenex? What, I mean, what <laughs> yeah. And they'll Here, take away my... You guys check take, it. They'll take away my yeah. passports, but hold them for assaulted, and eat it. I know a bunch <laughs> of people that have gone through the Canadian border doing this. Yes. It wasn't that bad. It's a pain it in the is, ass. Well, it is, it is a nightmare I, I, if you're trying to time it. It sounds to me like you don't really like your sister that much. No, that's it? not true, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> okay, uh, so here's the news. Yes. As you know, I'm a fan of a particular scientist who does a daily V-blog or vlog vlog dr john campbell in in the british uh in the in the british empire i'll call it uh he um he did a shocking show yesterday shocking in that it's a month ahead if if not more than what our cdc is telling us Uh, and so far he's deadly accurate by the way um it's all based on actual data and science and here's what, and by the way, Israel, Germany, and Great Britain are taking the lead in COVID policy. Uh, I'm not impressed with the U.S. at all. Um, and as you know, I went and got a third vaccine. And I didn't have to tell a fib because there was no place for me to check third vaccine. So I just checked first again, and I got it about three weeks ago. Which one? Uh, I had the Pfizer, so I got a third Pfizer. Okay. They're not accepting Pfizer at the Canadian border, by the way. What do you mean? Oh. Unless it's Moderna or they're not accepting Pfizer for whatever reason. At the Canadian border? At the Canadian border. You can't be Pfizer vaccinated and get into Canada? I believe it's Pfizer. What other brands? Wasn't it Moderna and Pfizer? Those were the two? Yes. And then there was a third. Johnson and Johnson. They're not accepting Pfizer. They They were only accepting Moderna and two shots. And you have to go on the TransCan app. Which you download, and you have to answer a million questions and have have it ready with an approval number before, at the gate. Hold on a second. Uh, which COVID vaccines are recognized abroad? COVID nineteen travel vac. They might be hassling people from Detroit extra. Uh, <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna vaccines. That, how old is that post? Who can come to Canada? Doesn't have a date on it. Yeah, I think August that's August 9th, uh, fully vaccinated foreign, foreign nationals will be allowed to enter. Uh, find out if you can enter Canada. Um, I don't see anything about Pfizer here. Well, I, Accepted I, uh, vaccines in Canada, Pfizer, BioNTech, okay. Moderna, I'm, I'm, AstraZeneca, I'm opening, and Johnson & Johnson. Opening the app. Vaccines <laughs> not accepted. Mm-hmm. Barat Biotech, CanSino, Gamalaya, Whammo. Sino Farm, Sinovac. Well, these are elsewhere around the world. Uh, so uh, I'm looking at travel.gc.ca, and it says Pfizer is accepted. Okay, and is that for air or land? Um, air or land? Yes, because it matters. Because you could go by air, and if I wanted to fly to Toronto at one point, I could drive back four hours to see my sister, but then I have to drive back four hours to Toronto and get on a plane and come back to Detroit. So people were actually doing that. Wow. 
because it would allow air travel but not cross border uh, through the, uh, the, okay. the, the well I guess we shouldn't talk that. about it if we don't know but I, I, yeah. I'm seeing nothing that says that and I, uh, I, I would think a lot of people would be outraged and there would be like articles about it well I I think I got it from the app okay yeah. Good luck. Arrive, arrive. So you don't care app. about your sister enough to fly and take an extra couple hours. <laughs> I'm I get going it. To, I have okay. a longer reach than you do, Bob. Okay. Let don't me, you know a guy that could just row you across? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, swim. <laughs> yeah. Swim. Pretend you're from Cuba and I'm get sorry. over there. There's a massive border protection complex about a half a mile from Is my there house. Really? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, all right. Do you want to hear the news or not? Go ahead. My bad. It's all right. So, and and this. I expected this to be the eventuality a year ago. There was this fantasy that we would vaccinate everybody and we would eliminate the virus. And I always saw a flaw in that, in that we are vaccinating as many Americans as we can and a whole bunch of Americans are too stuck up to take the vaccine and believe in space aliens and conspiracy theories. <laughs> Uh, but there was another flaw that nobody ever addressed, and that's this. There are seven, it's a global pandemic. It's not a U.S. pandemic that somehow we let our guard down and let some sleepy Wuhan people in. It's a global pandemic. And there's never been a plan to vaccinate 7 billion people to squelch a virus. It's never even been, it's never even been on the table. Hmm. It's always been us taking care of ourselves first, the richest countries first, and then we've, you know, we've sent a few care packages overseas. Uh, but it's been about the money. These vaccines have been about getting paid and protecting Wall Street and protecting the economy. And I'm all for all those things, by the way. I've, I've certainly been paid in my life, and these days I do rely on Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to go back to work like you guys. Greed um, is good. Greed, well, yeah. it's, I don't think it's good. I think that capitalism is useful. Yes. Um, but when it's hardball capitalism without civilization and caring for your fellow humans, it you know it results in slave labor and um, not caring about the rest of the world. So here's what here's what Dr. John Campbell announced yesterday. Top scientists starting in the European area and including Israel are changing what they're saying about the pandemic. It's now going to be endemic, which means we are not going to get rid of it. It's always going to be there. We just can't vaccinate people faster than it can mutate. And this Delta variant is so contagious that they now believe it's a loser's game to try and not get it. And we joked about this a couple of weeks ago that we might have chicken pox parties where we uh, all get together and get yeah. our COVID. <laughs> and it's not a joke now, right? Um, it, well, uh, this is the cutting edge of scientific thinking, which has not made it to the United States of America yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some countries are talking about stopping with the crazy testing, only test people who are sick, and accepting the fact that if you're not vaccinated, you will meet the virus eventually. Eventually. You will. Mm-hmm. And if you've made that choice, um, just, you know, if I made the choice to eat a half a gallon of Haagen-Dazs <laughs> and down it with... Uh, 
you know, a fifth of doers. This is my nod to Zip, just to make sure he's still there. <laughs> yeah. Gee, Good how bastard. warm and friendly. Yeah, yeah. really. If I, well, those were the days, weren't they? Yes, yeah. they were. Old, old habits die hard. Remember the time we were driving back from a record hop and we wanted to drink, so we had peppermint schnapps, just in case we got pulled over? <laughs> I'm sure we did. I don't recall and, it. Oh, you don't remember that night? Uh, I just he, remember that was, I was Kenny Eglin. We attempted to make a right turn and avoid the sobriety checkpoint. But oh, we I got out of it with a couple of AFT okay. shirts, actually. So, sidebar, <laughs> you and I did a record hop. I think it was north, like in Keene, New Hampshire or something. I remember that, yeah. It was oh, a, we, uh, yeah, in your little black weird sports car you had, whatever that was. We're driving that? back, and, God, we were so stupid. I mean, please, if you're listening to this, what do you mean we're don't think we're having fun telling you this story. It's so embarrassing. I don't even think, but I have to, I have to be honest. We were drinking peppermint schnapps, (laughs) probably to come down from the Peruvian marching powder. I'm just guessing. I don't remember that clearly. And the idea was the peppermint schnapps would not be as easy on your breath as, you know, doers uh which was your favorite thing and we got pulled over bob and zip the morning show hosts from waf in worcester boston get pulled over blue lights or as they were called that day bob and zip <laughs> sorry you remember this now zip well yeah you must have been driving i'm sure you were driving correct I can't remember which one of us it was, even though the uh, you know all the statutes have expired you and limitations are wasted. Over. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it was you, uh, because I think I remember you having it under your pass under your driver's seat. But anyway, we get pulled over. You stash that. The cop comes up and goes, uh, "You guys okay? What are you up to?" And we're like, uh, "We're." coming back from a job and we, we you know we were just trying playing as straight as we could and do you remember he's like are you bob and zip <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love you guys listen to you on the radio say uh what did he say he said i'm gonna have to ask you to get someone to come and pick you up i'm oh, gonna no give man. you a warning but i can't let you drive you remember this yet zip you know, I don't remember it honestly, <laughs> but he drank for it's a few a great years more story because. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he looked at us and said, "Don't let me see you driving. I'm gonna head out now." And he <laughs> drove away. Wow! Wow! And I, I know we drove. I mean, we were like, I think we took a back road or something. <laughs> but you're gonna remember <laughs> the always... next. You're gonna remember the next part of the story. Zip, Much safer. Okay. <laughs> We get back to the radio station, which is on um, Norwich Street, 19 Norwich Street in Worcester. We pull up, and Zip is now throwing out all the trash from his oh, car. Oh, Jesus, You yes. remember this. And it, it was like one of the coldest <laughs> nights of the year. It was one of the coldest nights like of the year. Coldest and, night and, of you know, year. all the empty liquor bottles, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, clink, clink. And he's throwing Into them. Into a construction dumpster. I mean, a, a big You remember huge. now, yeah! Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> and so he's throwing this shit into a dumpster. Yes. With the Coming same hand, now. my car keys. And all oh, of a sudden yeah. he goes, oh, oh, no. Where are my car keys? 
They were in the dumpster. In the dumpster. Whoops. Oh, so <laughs> How we, did I find him? I guess I found We went him. from Baba Zip, I love your show, to Zip crawling around in a dumpster. <laughs> the dumpster <laughs> diver. <laughs> from the sublime to the ridiculous. And by the way, wow. that's one of, I mean, I'm not, I, look, we're, we're laughing uh, only at how stupid. Very we're. lucky. Very, um, very lucky. But it's one of the things when I ended up dealing with sobriety that I would think back on those kinds of things and go, damn, I'm lucky to be alive and not in jail. Well, everybody's had close calls, have they not? Really? <laughs> Is every, so. Does everybody go through that? I don't think so. <sighs> Ed? Not that, but I mean, I did get out of my truck once and it slipped out of reverse. I had dropped something on the street to look, only to look up as I was picking it up and see my truck coming at me while I was on my way to the mailbox. Ooh. It was actually my oh. envelope that I dropped. That's a space case move, sure. Yeah. No, I, it was it was a hot rod. You know, it was, it was yeah. hand built, so oh. it was a problem, Houston. Yeah. But I was lucky. I just dove out of the way and then ran after it, opened the door while it was running, <laughs> dove in with my hand and hit the brake pedal. Oh. But I could have I could have been crashed. I could have been killed. That's yeah. Not as stupid as us, though. I think mm. we 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 win. Not that we're competing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so all right, back to uh, COVID nineteen. So what is being said now? And if you want to hear it, you know, with all the attribution and uh, and data points and links, go to John Campbell's website on YouTube. He has 1.1 million wow. subscribers to his channel. He's quite astounding. Anyway, um, they're basically saying, you know what? We need to switch from this phony, like when that building collapsed in Florida and they were they called it a rescue mission. Yeah. And then after a week they went, it's a recovery and, you know. That doesn't get headlines. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch a recovery. They want so, to watch a rescue. I know. So we need to see this virus as something we're going to live with like the flu. Mm -hmm. uh, and the good news is that we're not without weapons to deal with it. Uh, we have ivermectin for anyone who wants to take it away from their horse. That's an awesome idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, but there so there stupid. are all kinds of uh, viral uh, prophylactics and treatments available now that we had nothing when it, when the virus first started. Right. Uh, and some of them, by the way, including hydroxychloroquine, are coming back. It turns out that we were doing hydroxychloroquine wrong uh, and... And at a much lower dose, there's some studies showing it very effective. Hmm. Uh, and then there's that remsvenadir or whatever that thing is called. Uh, anyway, so we have these things. We also have the vaccines. And when you have two shots of Pfizer or Moderna or one of the others, you have serious protection against hospitalization and death. So it's becoming the new AIDS in a way, in that there, you know, yeah. when AIDS came out, there was nothing. It's kind of like it. AIDS for the rest yeah. of us. That's yeah. a nice slogan. Maybe we should run with that. <laughs> now you know why I work for COVID. advertising AIDS agencies and not in one. AIDS for the rest of us. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and and by the way, um, today's uh, vlog was about the fact that a study just came out in Israel. Israel was the first country to authorize booster shots of Pfizer third shots of Pfizer for anyone over 60. Hmm. And for those of you who wonder why I went and got the third shot, it's because when Israel uh, authorized that for anyone over 60, I went, good enough for me. Yeah. It turns out, uh, and, and you have to read all the specifics of how the study was done, 
Um, they they called it day hours. They they followed a certain number of people that only had the two vaccines, and uh, of those people, and I forget how many there were, there were a lot, mil- millions of day hours. There were three thousand something breakthrough infections, and there were about three hundred something hospitalizations, serious infections. Out uh, and then they followed for a month or two, however long it's been. The people who mm-hmm. had the third dose and the hospitalizations and infections went down by 90% with the third dose. Wow. So where are we going? Um, here's how I'm looking at it. And it's my body, my choice, by the way, unless I'm in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gloria Steinem. <laughs> Spike's coming on in a minute. We'll bring him in uh, to talk. In fact, okay. let's just uh, let's send the invite to Spike right now. Hang on, right. O'Neill. Anyway, um, here's where it's here's where it's coming to. I've got the third dose. You're all going to be eligible starting sometime in the next several weeks or so. Or you could do what mm-hmm. I did and just go into a dumb pharmacy, uh, walk-in clinic, <laughs> and you know. I'm sorry. Given all the lying I see on the news every single day, I do mm-hmm. not feel guilty about getting the sin of omission. Yeah. yeah, it's not mm-hmm. like there's a shortage of vaccines. There's a shortage of vaccines in poor countries, in countries. but yeah, they're not, not getting them from CVS in Shrewsbury. <laughs> That's true. No, your your behavior is not going to cause someone else to to not right. be healthy. And this is my opinion, by the way. Rag on me if you want. Um, yeah. Get in line. So right. take the number. my opinion on this is that after the third shot, I'm going to go out there and go to raves, ball games, movie theaters, Broadway like shows. Like you go to raves. Oh, <laughs> Come on. Give me a break. My version of a rave <laughs> okay, is probably right. John Sullivan or Zip playing in a small. No. Your version of a rave is when Andrew comes off a stage at Toad's. Oh, <laughs> That's where he is tonight. Toad's <laughs> place. Blue Light Special yeah, at, at wow. Kmart is a rave to Bob. Hey, Spike O'Neill. Welcome, Spike <laughs> hey, O'Neill. Hang on, hey, Spike. Spike. We wanna, hey, before we bring you on, we want to play a song to welcome you. You ready? Yep. Here we go. How we feeling out there tonight? <laughs> yeah. I am not feeling good. Wake up at 11.30, feeling like a bag of shit. Oh no! All my clothes are dirty, so I'm smelling like a bag of shit. Go to pour my coffee and I miss my cup. OMG, that is just my luck. Look in the mirror, say what's up, you useless fuck. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? I haven't had a shower in the last nine days. Really feeling like I wanna get lit. Tell us how you're feeling. Well, I feel like shit. Oh, shit. Feeling like a saggy massive sack of shit. Oh, shit. Big ol' motherfucking duffel bag of shit. Oh, shit. All day, all shit. I'm not really feeling like I wanna get lit. Tell us how you're feeling. I'm feeling like shit. Ladies, yeah. do you feel like shit? Tell me, do you feel like shit? Oh yeah. Fellas, oh. are you feeling like shit? <laughs> Tell me, are you feeling like shit? Oh yeah. Ladies, yeah. do you feel like shit? Tell me, do you feel like shit? Oh yeah. Fellas, uh. are you feeling like shit? Tell me, are you feeling like shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not aimed Man, at you. Man, that weird, that weird Al Yankovic is really <laughs> breaking yeah. new ground. Well, uh, that's Bo Burnham, by the way. Uh, but I hear, oh, the, yeah. I hear the Weird Al. Uh, like Influence, if, if definitely. If Weird Al wasn't yeah. such a kiss ass, yeah. 
That's <laughs> well now. And I love Weird wow. Al, by the way. And I kissed. We love Weird Al. I kissed plenty of Rosebud myself, so no, no worries. <laughs> no doubt. Okay. So, uh, Spike, you're just joining us. I, I'm sorry, we started a late tonight. We had some internet problems with. Uh, no worries. No worries. Zip's got a. I neighbor. figured the show was just killing without me, and you didn't need to go to the bullpen. That's what I was thinking. Oh, you guys no. were pitching, pitching an ace game, and I was yeah. just sitting there eating pumpkin seeds in the bullpen, you know, <laughs> getting paid to watch baseball. That's yeah. the American dream right yeah. there, kids. Um, so uh, to bring you up to speed on one thing, uh, there's been a shift in COVID-19 thinking uh, with my scientist uh, that I admire, Dr. John Campbell, and it's endemic now. So we're doing the horse dewormer now, Bob? <laughs> no, is, we're not. Is that what we're doing? Um, it's endemic now, and you know what endemic means endemic endemic instead of a pandemic you're the one who taught me what pandemic means by the way right so does endemic mean that it is it is finally isolated and, and controlled but oh no containing hotspots no 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 endemic it's means, the end it's the end times no <laughs> it means that like the Fuck common cold it's it's going to mutate <laughs> too fast yeah. for us to get rid of it and so we now have oh. to shift our thinking from ending the pandemic to, to living deal- with it to living with it and dealing with it most effectively with treatments, with back vaccines and booster shots. But, and this is a crazy idea, uh, for those that aren't, so it used to be do your thing, wear a mask, don't get COVID because you might spread it to someone with, a, with an immune deficiency, right? Right. Now, have a COVID party, get immune fast, and that's the way to protect people that are hiding out because they can't get it. And which scientist said that? I love you. <laughs> in a manly way. It's, it's, it's not been said in that uh, way because I'm a, you know, I'm a, a crackpot comic. You're a cut-to-the-chase kind of guy, Bob. I am. But that's where it's going. It's going the way of chicken pox parties when I was a kid. Uh, what was announced yesterday on his show was that scientists around the world, not in the U.S. yet, are realizing that there is no way to eliminate this pandemic. You can't contain it. The, the Delta variant is so transmissible that anyone who has not been vaccinated will get it and that everyone who has been vaccinated will be exposed to it and conceivably get an asymptomatic or not too serious case, uh, but that we should stop randomly testing people. We should only test people who are sick and we should focus all of our energies on um, preventing people from dying, but not no longer the idea that we can shut down or close off or, um, you mm. know, uh, or, or do these uh, things that haven't been effective anyway. And more variants are coming. So there is a school of thinking, uh, and I, I'm open-minded to it. I haven't, you know, I'm hard to convince. Uh, but there is a school of thinking that um, accept the fact that this is like the flu, and like so many other things, you know, that we know uh, are, are bad and hurt people, uh, this is a fact of life now. It's not something we're trying to beat. Sort of, I, I made the comparison to the building collapse in Florida that, you know, for first 12 days it was a rescue operation, then it was a recovery operation. So, wow. Yeah. So it's heavy duty. And by the way, he announced this based on scientific studies out of um, and uh, certain scientists who he quotes the Waltman, the Walton Institute of uh, of Kmart America, or where? <laughs> that would be Walmart. 
again, Walmart, yeah. this is if this were if this were a right wing website, I would say they're just trying to make Wall Street recover, and they don't care if you get sick and die. But this well, yeah, is this isn't what that, that is. Thought. It is it is kind of what it is. And well, so it's, yeah, it's, so it's, I got it's, the it's third shot. around the world. Yeah, you got you it already. Yeah, of course I did. Wow. You know how you do that? You lie about when you got the first two. Ooh. Ooh. Close, close. Um, you, buy, you buy one of those Jewish calendars that don't have 12 months in them? I, I can't, I'm not a real religious person. No, it's, um, it's the anti-Roman calendar without look, Julius and Augustus, right? So, Screw right, those right. guys. Let That's me it. put it to you this way. My body, my choice. You agree with that phrase, right? I do. So okay. you're not moving to Texas anytime soon. <laughs> not right away. <laughs> hold your that. Texas jokes. I know okay. you got them. Uh, <laughs> let, let Lake Pontchartrain hold them in for just let, let the... <laughs> just, uh, just till sundown. <laughs> yeah. Let the levees hold for just a minute. Yeah. So, uh, no, uh, and, and I didn't have to lie. I basically said, um, I just went, here's what I did. I thought, <laughs> are these organizations talking to other to one another and they have any clue what they're doing? No. No. Uh, they just want to give out as many vaccines every day as they can. So I signed up at a, you know, drugstore, went there. Nice. Get it. Yeah. Got it. And then they said, well, you got to need, you got to get your second one. I said, I'm canceling that. And they said, you can't cancel it. It's just the website talking to me. And, yeah. and I said, no, I'm getting it somewhere else. And I went, oh, okay. And, and just today, research on the third shot came out. And it's whatever your chances were of serious illness from only having two shots, you're 90% better off having three. And so soon, uh, the U.S. Mm -hmm. is so late for every... I, the CDC doesn't pay for the one, you know, chronic disease I have. I have to pay for everything myself. And so Herpes. lying to the CDC to me would be like lying to... <laughs> lying to who's the company that made uh, OxyContin? Oh, the Purdue. Purdue, yeah. I mean, look, uh, medicine... Not that I got 100 bottles lying around here. Like <laughs> you got them in the house. You know, yeah, so I, I didn't... swag. I, I got, like, mugs and, yeah. like, uh, no anyway, pads and all of this. I'm telling you I did this because w the worst thing I think they can do is deny my insurance claim and say, you owe us 50 bucks. And that's fine. They do that every week. Every month I pay 600 <laughs> bucks for shit that they won't cover. So... Right well, I'm glad you got it, man. Well, I, I have Lyme, yeah. and there's tons of studies that say I'm immunocompromised. So technically, and by the way, if you say you're immunocompromised, they even announced they're not going to check with a doctor. So, you know, what is immunocompromised? I don't know. In my head, who knows? Just got a kink in the armor, right? Or a chink in the armor? Is I'm, I'm not sure how You know, the best way to find out yeah. is get sick and die. Oh, it turns out I was. <laughs> yeah. Now, by the way, this is not to take away from the people who know they're immunocompromised right. and have heart right. transplants and yes. cancer medication and uh, yeah. Yeah, diabetes, yeah. all kinds of things. Uh, and I certainly wouldn't get a shot if there was a long line to get shots, but there isn't. Uh, right. The United States... It was throwing them in the garbage. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, being yeah. Bad, yeah, doing You're nothing. Pumping an old person out of the way. No, yeah. and they're do and we're and we did nothing to get them to the seven billion people in the world who couldn't yeah. afford it because our focus was bringing back Wall Street. Which, by Although the way, yeah. excellent well, job bringing back Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How's your four hundred one k? They never really left, did they, Bob? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And, uh, and we did ship. We did ship a bunch overseas too. Biden did actually ship uh, quite a bit of dosage. We overseas. sent some care packages. Yeah. Yes, we oh, did a yeah. nice job. Little, little. Um, 
Token of appreciation, yeah. token of sympathy. One eight hundred cars for kids. By the way, shots yeah. for kids. It's another phrase we used earlier on the podcast. We did some virtue signaling. Virtue, yeah, yeah. Oh. You're familiar with that phrase, by the way. I live by it. I've got the pink flag out front. Sure. <laughs> All right. Your big deal is Texas, uh, and I well, know you're a flaming liberal, and this has got to be a flaming liberal. Yeah. But more so than a flaming liberal, I'm a father of two daughters. Yes. Mm. And the what parenting job I've done, they're going to need choices. That's all I'm saying. You know, <laughs> um, you know, um, you know, it's 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 brutal the way. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. By the way, the rabbit la- hole that's of, called lack of virtue signaling. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called honesty. You know, I mean, I don't know where you come down on the line of of pro life, pro choice. You know, I think it's I very think difficult the folks who, for yeah, me. It is. I am uh, uh, being raised Catholic. Um, I, it would be the I, I personally. First off, I'm not a woman, so it's not my body. It's but, hard to be a woman. But if I were in that situation, imagining me younger, I would be anti-abortion for whatever say I had in it. Yeah. Um, for it, 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 to the point of sacrificing whatever I had to in my life. But everyone's situation is different. I just don't believe that the government should tell a woman what to do. So I guess that makes me pro-choice. But I'm not really, I'm not eagerly pro-choice. I um, I think it's one of the most horrific things uh, about modern times that that happens. Uh, but I also can't go in to put my ostrich head in a hole and deny uh, that it happens. Or uh, It's like the government telling me what religion I should be. Well, they are that. at that point. Yeah, you know, they really, they yeah. really are. I mean, that's and, right. And you know, the I'm very reluctantly are, on your side, though. By the way, it's yeah. very difficult. It's, one. It should be the hardest decision someone ever has to make. Right. It really, and it it should be. You know, and I'm sure that it is. I've never, you know, I've I've never had someone come to me with a pregnancy saying, "What should we do?" So you know, I mean, because I know it's a woman's choice, but. Quite often, and as there should be, a man has. Well, let's get to the funny stuff you have about Texas, though. Yeah, How do you feel about Ted Cruz? Today? Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to know when we start airlifting the women out of Texas. Uh-huh. I mean, if we're gonna, no. if we're gonna lift, lift one hundred ten thousand Afghanis out because because they don't like a theocracy. <laughs> you know, when enough. you install when you install a theocracy in Texas, oh, then boy, when do we point. start airlifting the women out? Good point. Uh, so, uh, because we're the formerly United States. Of America, um, <laughs> Amen. If you want, like for example, if <laughs> if if if, uh, if Ed lives in uh, New Hampshire, which he doesn't, he lives in Detroit, but he wants right. a joint, he can go over to Massachusetts and buy a joint. Or I can have it delivered here <laughs> to the door. <laughs> I can have it delivered to your door at yes. StubHub, right? What do they, they call it? Right. Yeah, yeah. At three a.m. So Puff if up. someone yeah. in Texas wants uh, that procedure. It's so sad. I can't even say it. But if they want it, it's available to them in the country. It's just not available in their state, right? Well, that's true. But the way this Texas law is written is um, they put a bounty on these people. I mean, the way I don't know if you've heard anything about how this law is worded, but there is literally you can sue someone who had an abortion, who, who performed an abortion, who drove someone to an abortion who financed that abortion you wow. can sue them in court so right. there's literally a bounty there's a there's a cash incentive mm-hmm. to narc out your your pro-choice neighbors who acted wow. upon that right that's i mean that's, yeah that's not just being able to you know get a bus ride across to, to bug tussle well wait a minute if you do it out of state though miles, there's, if you do it out of state there's no bond. i mean they just made it illegal in that, texas i don't and is it they, going to be changed of course is the purpose of this to take it to the supreme court and challenge that 
Of course. Well, that, that, that's why they wrote the law the way they did. Yeah. And, they, and had they gone to the Supreme Court, given the 20 or 30 other cases like this that had gone, that had been knocked down by the Supreme Court because it was patently unconstitutional, uh-huh. this Supreme Court decided not to weigh in. They decided not to not to even take up. The well, case. they weighed in. They, it's what it's a weighted bench. Of course, they weighed well, they, in. They, well, they, they, didn't, they didn't. They didn't. Without they weighing didn't in, they the weighed case. in. Yeah, they didn't. They waited in W A I T yeah. until the <laughs> law was. Yeah. All right. So wait yes. a minute. The Supreme Court already had a chance to hear this and rejected it, and the law is they, now. Law. They didn't. Right. They okay. they had a chance to stop this law from being enacted, and they chose not to make a judgment. So far, but it it can be uh, it can be brought back to the court. It can be challenged again, right? It may, yeah, but but with this court, who's going to say something? Something different's going to happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, what's I, I'm not freaking out because uh, I wouldn't live in Texas if it was the last state in America, <laughs> and and also I think elections have consequences, and who knows? This may backlash uh, mm-hmm. and be changed. In the, you mean the midterm? In the midterm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I okay. also think that um, Texas has gone too far in a bunch of ways. You know. Uh, Texas claiming that Democrats are trying to rig elections while they themselves were suing Pennsylvania to try and change their election. So I, I, I it's goofy. It um, is. But now, now, hang on a second. Who are you calling goofy? Goofy. Of course. I didn't mean toucher. By the way, he's called Texas Goofy. Did you hear that? He called us Goofy, Dad. All right, whatever. Did you did you, dec- did you raise your mission accomplished flag for Afghanistan yet? Why don't you shut the hell up, Dad? Tell him to shut up. <laughs> Bob, be quiet. You know he gets upset when you say those things. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so it's Texas. I mean, uh, when the Supreme Court went the way it went, I I, I, f- I fully expect that this issue is going to be tested. I can, I'm very interested to see what they do about it. I'm uh, I feel horrible about it. For anyone that has to... I'm on your side, Bob. By the way, I found out since I got up here that anybody that does that burns in hell and doesn't get through the gate. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> By the feels way... feels like a Halloween episode, doesn't it? All the dead <laughs> presidents. This is great, man. Uh, hey, hey, Ronnie. Yes, Bob. Uh, thank you so much for shipping all our jobs overseas and making money short-term in the 80s. That was awesome. I don't recall. <laughs> That's right. I know you know. Well, uh, now, by the way, every president has early Alzheimer's, so you were unique back in your time. Yes, I was. Yeah. Nancy Trends always said so. Remember? And the jelly beans on the desk told everybody else. Yeah. How old was Ronald Reagan when he became president? It was not that old compared to I now. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I have to Google it. Hang on. I want to say he was 70 or 71. He was old. Yeah, he was what, but he was, you know, some people age better than others, and, and Ronnie aged better than, uh, well, at least allegedly. They hid a lot from us when, during the Reagan administrations. Well, and I suspect they're doing that with Biden, too. I and I'm so not too. being partisan at all. No, I just I, feel bad that he's old. Yeah. Uh, they're, not hi- they're not hiding much of uh, Biden's, you know, he's sunsetting right in front of our eyes. And I love him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He is sunsetting. Yeah. He's frail. Uh, yeah. So hang on. He was president. January 20th, 1981 to January 20th, 1989. How old was he then? Uh, he was 70 he was, when he became president. Oh, okay. 70 turned, to turned 78. 70 a week later. So yeah. literally, Biden became president at the age Ronald Reagan left presidency. Right. And was already uh, having mental issues, the psychological 
at the end. You know, so yeah. they say. Yeah. yeah. I think the chimp made most of the decisions in the second <laughs> term. I really do. <laughs> I liked Ronald Reagan. I still, uh, you know, at least he was a polite figure. I, I, I think the office is largely ceremonial. And sure, you have a bully pulpit and you could, you know, order a nuclear strike. But still, other than that, it's all <laughs> ribbon cutting. Say it, there is that <laughs> ribbon cutting and bombs. Ribbon cutting and bombs. Ribbon cutting and bombs. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> Call work, me work, 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 work. Call me old fashioned, but I like. And I've missed this, and I wish Biden could do it. I'd like someone to have a fireside chat and look in the camera and talk to us all. Um, Not read. Yeah, just talk. And take some questions after uh, these, yeah. these press conferences, and, by the way. Well, and you just don't have that anymore. It's all no. very, very... Uh, Carefully uh, orchestrated. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Scripted. Okay. All right. So, uh, sorry, so much... Sorry to run down that hole there, guys. No, that's that okay. I, look, you know. I wanted you to talk about that, because I'm not that political anymore. I... I just am tired. Uh, you know, the last four years made me. And, and, and then when to see that, uh, to me, Trump was just a symptom. He wasn't the cause. True that. He's a yeah. symptom of social media That's and a fair. symptom of our incredibly selfish lack uh, as Americans of, uh, we should know instinctively that we've got to work together for the common mm -hmm. good. We, we shouldn't, you know. So you're saying he wasn't the virus, he was the blood blister on the lip. <laughs> he, was, he was the cold sore on the lip of America, not the herpes virus itself. I, I, that's a fair assessment. So he's always got one in the chamber, yeah. that guy. Uh, so, and you, I don't know if you were already here when I said that COVID is now AIDS for the rest of us. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. Ouch. Ouchy, ouchy, ouchy. Oh. Ouchy, fouchy. Ouchy. Yeah. So, oh, yes. Ouchy, ouchy. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fauci. We, uh, we just we just lowered the bar so far for what, you know, what deserves to have an opinion. I mean, every, you know, it's it's I, and I, I blame the social media. I blame the Internet for that. I believe well, everybody's published. Yeah, but you, you know, can't blame you, you can't blame the fact that we can all communicate for the fact that we're idiots. I mean, yeah. uh, social media, they're tools. They um, yeah. uh, it doesn't they don't push their own keyboards. They're not hooked up to a QWERTY. Themselves exactly. That, That's know. like uh, zip. We could talk about alcoholism. Alcohol isn't the problem. <laughs> Me drinking it is the problem. That was the issue. Alcohol, we used to say, alcohol is an inert substance That's until right. it gets in my bloodstream. Social media is like a Pez dispenser of entertainment. Yeah. You know, wow. mindless, you know, right. candy Can crush. Vacuous, yeah. I, I'm going to play Bo Burnham, Welcome to the Internet, at the end of the podcast again, yeah. because it's the best uh, summary of that. Okay. I have never played Candy Truly. Crush, just for the record. All right. I've uh, oh, uh, podcasts. Uh, are you listening to any Spike? We talked about um, some. You know of what? Our I, I have been so busy yeah. with with my three jobs. I have not had yeah. a chance to do anything except work. Are you still commuting to Portland sometimes? Once a week. Okay. Um, it's still a two day, one night kind of a deal. Although the last couple of weeks, it has been down and back the same day, because right. of uh, Oregon's uh, spiking COVID cases, their hospital um, overflow. They're out of ICU beds in Oregon because Oregon, Eastern Oregon dude is like, <laughs> how do I say, what, how do I describe it? Mm, almost supremacist in its majesty. Um, and it's, wow. uh, yeah, uh, Oregon. I had, I had no idea what kind of freedom with a B fighters live <laughs> in Oregon. Huh? Freedom, um, fighters. freedom with a B man. That's, you know, right on the state flag. Um, but they, so they, they got us down to one day a week in office. Right, right. You know, they tried coming back to, and, and, and I tell you what, today was the most 
heartbreaking, um, exciting, terrifying, um, romantic day I've had in 10 years. Say more. Wow. I mean, it was a cavalcade. It was a carousel of emotions. It went round and round, up and down. Um, I drove my daughter to the first day of her senior year of high school today. Oh my Ooh, God. Wow. Yeah. Our baby, our, our, our youngest, you know, and she's, and, I, and it was just like, I mean, not to be, you know, a Frank Sinatra song, but, or, but you know, it was just yesterday. I remember the p- pigtails and trucking her off to the, her first day of kindergarten. Yeah. And here oh. she is walking out the door to go to her senior year. And, and it's so exciting. I drove her up to school because I wanted to, you know, spend as much time and be a part of it as much as sure. I could. Sure. Um, and there's all these kids coming to school and they, you know, from every direction and cheerleaders out front because it's the first day of school with pom-poms. And it's, I mean, it's, it's everything America should be. See, and, there's and by the way, and there's 2,400 kids breathing on each other. In person though. Mm. Right. In person, we're still nice to each other. Keyboard courage oh, yeah. does not come into Good play. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not keyboard. Point. Yeah, but but what terrified me was here they are, you know, packed into a. Oh, you're worried about COVID. Long, I'm I'm terrified. I'm oh. terrified. Okay, the numbers I mean, for I, children are not that high. Okay, well, in the deep south, when they started school, they had thousands of cases. They went on lockdown in in numerous school districts. They had quarantine of literally tens of thousands of students. They did. I mean, because, you know, we, we need normal. I get it. We need normal. It's better for her to be in school. It's better for her to be surrounded by her peers. Okay. It's better for her to learn socialization skills as much as she learns American history or advanced calculus. Right. So, but, um, uh, by the way, terrifying. in a year and a half, 600, I don't know what that is today, but about 640,000 or so. We're headed up to 650,000 Americans have died. Literally one in every you know, what is it? One in every 200 something Americans has died. But most of us, and I say us, are old. Um, the total number of children died in that whole length of time was 491. Now, that's every child that is lost. Is, 491 too many, right? Well, except that, and I've seen, by the way, I see. I don't limit myself to one echo chamber. I love all the echo chambers. I like <laughs> Hendrix with guitar. You're an equal bullshit employer, aren't you, Bob? I listen you really to all bullshit. Plate reverb, spring I mean, reverb. I like them all. <laughs> I like them all. <laughs> I, I and mean, look, every death is sad. So when you hold up a, you know, when you hold up a death, you make it's virtue signaling. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not. Well, hold it's on, not hold on. Okay. I, I read one stat today, and I don't know if it's true. Uh, so I'm going to put out that I don't know if it's true that more was children that from die. The Lindsey Graham oh, Institute. No, but more children die, and then they listed other things like choking or slipping or do- yeah, a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And so, again, and you put it very well. You said you you didn't say these words, but risk versus reward. Uh, when yeah. you take the vaccine, there's a risk, but is the risk worth the benefit? And that reward benefit. And so um, you also acknowledge that children need to be in school. We lost children to suicides. We lost children to oh, yeah. depression. We Addiction. Lost it's yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, so, I hear you. In other words, wrong. in a world where we don't have a perfect choice. In a world where we don't have a perfect choice. <laughs> where in a world where it's either go to school or put a gun in your mouth. 
No, that's, I'm sorry, that was too dark. Too dark. That was way. It's okay. Whoa. I, I enjoy that it's a podcast. If people go, we're too dark. There's plenty of other not as dark podcasts. Wow. Enjoy dark, <laughs> dude. No, we're being ourselves. It's fine. I, I am. I am. I am hard to. I, like I used to freak out. Like, oh no, this is going to wreck the show and get us fired. Yeah. Now it's like. Who cares? You know. <laughs> there goes that dollar fifty a week. <laughs> How will I make ends meet? So back to this, because I like having an intelligent discussion that's reasonable, which is so hard. On you're my, on the wrong show. No, <laughs> really. I, I hope this is no. This is the right show. So in other words, we can, we can all acknowledge that losing a child is one of the harsh. And by the way, if the pandemic taught us anything, it's that losing an eighty year old, no big deal. It's not. I mean, in terms of, and I'm not saying no big deal, like if it's me, I'd be, you know, Mm -hmm. or if it was my stepmom or whatever. But the point is, look, we all know we're mortal. And I flipped this on someone the other day. I said if the pandemic had killed 650,000 children and was on its way to a million children, how would you feel about mandatory vaccinations then? They would be mandated. Well, yeah. the guy, that's the guy who sent me the more kids die of choking uh, yeah. in a playground. And I said, you didn't answer my question right. because I didn't. And, and he was like, well, you opened up children as a topic. I'm like, you didn't even hear my question. That's the what about is, it, but it's best, Bob. <laughs> well, the difference is, it's my ki- my kid can't choke to death if your kid shoves a Happy Meal toy in his mouth. That's the difference. All right, that's true. Okay? That's, that's true. The difference. But. Uh, your choices are your choices, but when your choices affect my kid's safety, right. that's yes. when I got a problem. I, I, I totally understand that. However, now you got to factor in whether your kid should lose another year in school, whether your kid should lose another year of socializing for a risk that's very small. And also, well, that uh, that number um, is, um, you know, that number is likely to get better with uh, better treatments. That number is likely to get better. Uh, as well, that, that, that number just hit an all-time bad because there are now more children hospitalized with COVID than ever before. That's true. At any point during the pandemic. That's true. So you know, and, and now that it's an endemic, and this thing Delta was worse than the than gamma or whatever, and Lambda's coming down the pipe, and we all saw that movie. How bad this is going to be? Sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the, the, you so, know that cancer gets smarter, comes back meaner than last time. I do. I do. So Viruses what do you think? Then? Do you think that we have to close schools? What do you think? I, I mean, think we, you well, only have so many choices. I hear you, buddy. I hear, I'd rather have a kid at home struggling with internet learning than not have a kid at all. I mean, I know that's that's a, a stark heads or tails. Yeah, right. You know, that's a heads and tails. How do you, to, you know, know when the risk, this, the decision has to be made for all of civilization. We don't like it. It has to be made. How do you well, know when the, especially since most of your information is, in meme form these days. Well, now that's that's a self-inflicted wound on America, because I think it's accurate, human accurate, accurate, well, accurate research information is available to all of us. Sure. And so are so are guiding so is like war and memes. peace, but I'm not going to read it anytime. Soon. <laughs> well, if if reading War and Peace helps keep your family safe, you might choose. I might to read, read it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. You know, uh, you know, like the clown down in Florida who's playing politics with kids' lives. 
That guy ought to be hung by a, from the yard arm. I mean, that guy is a, is a monster. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're voting Democrat every time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> those pinko liberal fig loving flag waving. No, but you know me, I'm so, a bleeding anyway, libertarian. Okay, we can't solve that. But I, I, no. I have to say this: I see both sides of that argument, and um, it should be uh, maybe personal choice for every parent. That would be hard, uh, but learn at school or learn at home. Uh, and you can, you, you by know, the way, you can, yeah, you can do that. A lot of, right? lot of families, a lot of, a lot of school districts have given the option yeah. to stay home. You know, I, I hear you. I, I don't believe that you send your kids to the COVID party. Uh, but I'm telling oh. you, I'm going to the COVID party when I am fully triple vaccinated. When I went to the COVID party, party. <laughs> get my share of germs. I just were feeling, look, was lots of people sitting around. Some feeding worms, but it's all, all right. right now. Yeah. <coughs> uh, the way I look Can't at save it. save everyone, so you, you got to save <laughs> Beautiful. Um, <laughs> He's going to keep going. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm going to join him. Let's talk about Madison oh. Square Garden. When you talk about rides to Mary Lou. Everyone was there. Right. Uh, Hold a couple... flag upon her feet and flowers in her hair. hair. <laughs> it is. All right. Beautiful. Right. Oh man! Right. Just a couple, just a couple more things here. Where does he? Where does he? Does he write this out ahead of time? Or is he just no, pulling out of his ass? Have I ever done homework, Bob? You know me. No. Tell him. Have I ever done homework? No. no. That's right. amazing. Uh, I wish I. Uh, let's see if Andrew texted it to me. So while my son Andrew was here, and by the way, hearing you talk about your daughters was really wonderful. Um, just uh, what's that song? The man in my little girl's life. That's what it made me think of. Man in my little girl's life. Yeah, Bob. Uh, what was it? I'm uh, gonna uh, Mike shoot Douglas. the man Mike Douglas. in my little girl's. Life. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> while my son Andrew was here, I got to see what a 37-year-old lives like when he's a stand-up yeah. comic who plays video games yeah. all day, and he's a hard Ooh. worker. Is it pizza boxes, subway wrappers? Is it, is it as bad as I imagine? That was Ed's line, but yes. Is it like <laughs> Ed pizza okay. boxes? Although Front, it's not pizza back, boxes. Inside, outside, four days for every pair of underwear. I get well, it. <laughs> it was, and, and it, hopefully though. he'll hear this because I love him and I, and I admire so much of what he's doing. His writing is amazing. His career, he's on tour with Steve Hofstetter oh, right he, now. He's, he's living the dream. Oh, huge audiences. Uh, but. He, much like my granddaughters, he does not know there's an off switch on a light switch, only an on switch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything's Andy, on. You sound old. He's, he's yeah. not frugal as parental. Well, but I mean, and uh, why make a bed? You're just going to sleep in it the same day. <laughs> no, that's, that's my camp. Yeah. <laughs> And, oh, he's again. taking me back to the best days of my life, Bob. <laughs> yes, me too. And jealousy. Open the might fridge. Be a... Hey, there's beer and ketchup. <laughs> yes. But we, is that, we is love. that two kinds of mustard? Two kinds of mustard? <laughs> Living the, the life. The fancy stuff and the regular the pedestrian stuff. The poo poo. And by the way, I don't feel bad because every time he's on with us, he rags yeah. on us for being old. He goes, of course I interrupted those guys reading off of Wikipedia last night. So I tell them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I like that. I, I, we flip each other shit, and and you know, as a dad, I gotta give him a lecture because you know, it's your role. It's my role, and yeah. um, and, and we talked about a few things. And there were a couple of things that sort of shocked me, uh, and, I, and in a good way, I, I like to know what young people like. 
when I was a kid, yeah. if I wanted to see a female breast, <laughs> yeah, the bra page, yeah. I would go. Well, there was the Sears uh, lingerie. Here that comes ca- the Sears lingerie catalog. It came <laughs> with the New Haven Register, the newspaper. That's right. Uh, but I would go over my friend's Mark's house, who had a you know a racy dad who subscribed to Playboy. Playboy, there you go. And the Playboy was always, it was like one of those magazine racks. Yeah. And the Playboy was in there stuffed right behind this. It was always right behind the Sports Illustrated. And, it, and yeah. the Poplar Mechanics. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Hey, two of my favorite magazines you're talking about. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, when you've got 10, 11-year-old boys, 12 yeah. maybe, yeah. Um, you put that there on purpose. You think? Yeah, I think. (laughs) And so, uh, so my, you know, my only way to even understand the mysteries of the human body unclothed would be, and Mark would like there would be an old one that he would throw out, and Mark would fish it out of the trash. (laughs) If we found, if we we found one, you were the most popular guy in the neighborhood. We had a fort. (laughs) Yes, it would get wet and stuff, but we would. And by the way, bury it from day yes, to day. You had to hide it. Somebody always found it. And this is not pornography because pornography is something best enjoyed alone, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> Just rumors. Yeah. Um, it was a wilderness, wilderness uh, anatomy class, Bob. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then, oh, speaking of wilderness anatomy, there was um, the National Naked Geographic. Naked Magazine, Figure Magazine. National mm-hmm. Geographic. They would yeah. visit tribes in Africa. You could see, uh, yeah, all kinds of And breasts. they would show them in their native no garb. In school sometimes. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, so, so the fact that there's, you know, even an internet now with porn and all this other stuff, it's, it's kind of crazy. But uh, but I've adjusted. <laughs> okay. Not say anymore. What does this have to do with your son? Exactly. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah. I'm because, dying because well, one. we're talking. Tie it in for me. We're pretty open and honest about just about everything. And okay. even the fact that he, um, you know, coming from Seattle um, and, and uses cannabis, I said it to him, to me, it's your glass of wine. You'll know if it's, you know, interfering with your life in such right. a way that you're using too much. Um, I, I trust you to figure that out. You know, for me, can't do it. Uh, so anyway, um, we're talking about uh, this website OnlyFans was in the news. <laughs> I was, I was oh. wondering if we were going to get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love this. Story. So you did not know about OnlyFans. What I, me. Well, here's the thing. Even in my podcast class, I had prepared the thing, and I was like, how to promote your podcast? Well, perhaps <sighs> you could use Patreon or OnlyFans. And some people snickered, and I was like, I guess I don't really know what OnlyFans is. Um, <laughs> you realized that you well, were the joke. B- well, yes. because I read that they were eliminating all the porn on OnlyFans, and so I assume there must be other stuff. But I was told, uh, not really. Nobody cares. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's basically what that website is, which is why they reversed course, by the way. Oh. And so I didn't know this. It's ba- is it like, it's Spike, maybe you know more than I do. Is it webcams? Is it... Uh, it's Yeah, it's, it's subscribers to... Uh, relationships uh, literally with your paid performer okay so it's uh, and, and it's it's not like it's not like like say for example a popular porn site name one of 8000 sure mm. is All owned by with, the same guy by the way populated with videos of people you hopefully will never know or meet <laughs> <They're> <laughs> right because yeah. wouldn't that Careful. be embarrassing yes yeah. but or, with um only fans it's you know who that person is and oh, you're you a subscriber to that person and that oh, person knows okay. they're performing for you and 7000 okay. of your closest friends <laughs> on a one-on-one basis okay so anyway i didn't really know much about this and i was asking him 
And it turns out, and this is on his podcast, so I, I feel like I, I shouldn't tell you this, but it's already, you know, we already had the conversation. He is friends with another comic uh, named Corey, and they do a little weekly podcast together to try out jokes. And each week they have a different celebrity guest. And so I was it uh, this week. And uh, anyway... I don't even know. I, I mean, he's already spoken of it. See, he's already public about it, and I'm I'm embarrassed to say this, but he's on there, and someone offered him a hundred dollars for, let's say, a picture. Oh my! Rhymes with quick. Let's see, let's see one of the toys. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. <clears throat> and, Someone, and, uh, the nebulous someone. Okay. A nebulous someone. And uh, by the way, he's already told the story on the podcast, so I don't even know why I'm holding back. But yeah. uh, he, he said not enough Because it's your kid. <laughs> That's why. Well, Wait, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. It wasn't he my, said, no, of course, it, he it said, of course no thank you because it wasn't enough money. <laughs> it wasn't enough money. That's and so the person oh, kept wow. offering more. Yes. And when they got up to 750 he said, sure. And oh, then OnlyFans stopped accepting Gifts over five hundred. Oh man! And do you know why they did that? Uh, no, we wouldn't. Because you know. have to send out a ten ninety nine. Over six hundred dollars. Uh, yes. I would have bought that explanation given <laughs> where I'm at. But no, what it was is a couple of celebrities, really big stars, went on OnlyFans. Oh my! And quickly got the bidding up so high that they made millions in just a couple of days. And oh, the wow. uh, regular OnlyFans worker class. Yes, the worker bees. You know, the greeters at, at the Walmart of porn. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, complained because they said they're taking away all our income. Right. They said, trickle down doesn't work, especially <laughs> at this. Yes, it does. <laughs> so uh, anyway, OnlyFans created this limit so he couldn't take the money from the guy. And, and anyway, he was talking about this. And what, I'm like, what if you showed like, half for seven, 375 and the other half for 375? What did you do that? Believe me, they discussed all of this. But I'm looking at Corey and I'm going, Corey, that's unfathomable to me. First off, yeah, you're a straight a guy, right? And he is a straight guy. And this guy mm -hmm. is a guy who wants it, right? And oh, okay. And and I'm go. like, that would that would like. Ick me, and I'm hmm. extremely non-homophobic. I'm very gay friendly. I'm just not gay participant. <laughs> so, yeah. And and but he and their generation just looked at it as a reasonable transaction. I mean, why yeah. is my junk? I would say different strokes, but it'd be completely different. Completely different. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Anyway, it kind of freaked me out, and I thought, you know, if instead of Mark's dad's playboy i had access yeah. to this kind of stuff yeah back when zip and i were drinking schnapps on our way back from the <laughs> you'd be house. broke at this point in your life <laughs> i i'm not sure i wouldn't have chosen it as a career <laughs> but we now, went they, to nude stock why is this worse exactly they, so they, they pay by the inch bob we never would have made any <laughs> anyway so I, I i try to be empathetic to all like i don't care if you have a different viewpoint or you do as long as consenting adults are happy with each other yeah yes. it's that's fine true. as long as you're long not time and making someone do and, and uh, so that makes me very progressive uh socially extremely liberal uh, and I'm fairly conservative uh, in terms of financial uh, things, except that I don't believe uh, that we should tip the scales 
for giant corporations. So I, I believe we have socialism for billionaires. Tip the scales for or again? What do you mean? Well, we shouldn't it's a Bernie Sanders thing, whom I love, by the way. And and, yeah. and he's he was asked about, you know, what, is socialism bad? And he goes, we already have socialism. We already have socialism. For yeah. billionaires and giant corporations. <laughs> Go ahead, Bernie. So, I don't know. Spikes is probably better. For billionaires, large corporations. I love Bernie. Yeah, you both do. We got, we got, we got socialism for you, me, and the, and the mailman. Yeah. The mailman socialism is socialism for Jeff Bezos. He that's built true. this My giant... fire department is socialist as hell, and I'm glad they are. Yeah, well, that's socialism, yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. Jeff Bezos built his entire company because we didn't want to sales tax the internet so we could let the fledgling internet get going. And now he's put every store in the world out of business. Out of business. So, you know. Uh, so, anyway, I don't know how I got on that. Uh, back to anything but your son's dick. So anything but your son's dick. Let's well, it wasn't him. It was Corey. But it was socialism, Corey. Burton. Yes. But oh, it this, was Corey. Oh, this oh, brought I up it was the, Andrew. No, this is not Andrew. Although he could just be being quiet during that conversation. That's right. Would have that conversation. Are you are you sure that Corey air quotes actually exists and it's not just no? Something? He was you on the see, podcast. You ever see Fight Club? No, it's like there really isn't a Brad Pitt character. There's only Ed Norton. Now, Corey is his partner on the on the podcast. So anyway, um, what this made me think, because we were talking about it, and Corey was like, well, I would never do it for 300 bucks." <laughs> like, oh, then you have standards then. Um, Everybody has a price, yeah. There's an old, remember that old saying, we know what you are, we're just talking about the price. Right. I believe it's a Churchill quote. It is a Churchill quote. What kind of woman do you think I am? Ma'am, we know what kind of woman you are, we're just negotiating the price. Exactly. <laughs> so that brings up that moral dilemma question. I'm going to ask each one of you, Ed, if I gave you 750 bucks, would you show a dick pic to Zip? I don't want to see it. Um, if I were starving, <laughs> yes. If you were starving, yes, right? Yes, yes, if I All were right. starving. You didn't even negotiate. I was willing to go higher. Zip, if I'm I... I'm stupid like that. <laughs> if I wanted you to show it to Spike, it, what's your price? At this prune-like uh, point in life. <laughs> <laughs> Prune tang. Sure. Okay. His love life. Probably in other words, not. It's a declining asset. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Declining wow. asset. Yeah. Right. Now, well and I don't think I would ever do it, but no one's offered me six figures yet. So yeah. I don't know. Don't hold your breath, Pally. Spike, I know you're in, so I didn't ask you. I, <laughs> I, don't, think, I don't think I would. No, you wouldn't. You've got daughters. You. I don't there. think I would. Yeah. I got daughters. And, yeah. and and a very wise person once told me, I think it was you, Bob. No. Uh, the internet is forever. It is. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Um, so I, and I, it wasn't you that said this, but somebody said, you know, before you put something on, on the internet or even on your phone, before you send anybody a junk shot, or I don't know why, dick pic. I can't believe junk shot didn't get the, the name. Sure. Right. But uh, imagine that you're, it's on a billboard across the street from your mom's house. Oh, I did say that to you. you that was you. That okay, was my favorite saying. Is... Uh, back when the internet yeah. was just getting started, I said, I wouldn't put anything on there that I wouldn't want in a billboard in front of my mom's house. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know like, if I invented okay. that. I might have read it somewhere. But um, but that's that works. Yeah. That's That stayed and, with me. And everybody who signed up for Ashley Madison found out that's true, right? Because <laughs> yeah. published the list. Yeah. That's why I wouldn't have an only. Oh, did they account. publish the list? Oh, they, I, I yeah, did they not got, know that. They got hacked. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's not good. And, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, have I looked at stuff that's embarrassing? Sure. Um, if, it, if it came out, you know, would I say, I'm sorry, red-blooded American male. Um, was, but, was the first thing you learned how to do on your phone was clear your search history? <laughs> yes, <it laughs> I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 
again, I just wish people would be nicer to each other. I, I, I'm with you there. I think the internet exposes that we're all very, we have a very primitive, savage nature that's just, that can be, um, that can be forced, our hands can be forced to show the worst side of us by manipulative uh, content. You and me, Bobby, we ain't nothing but mammals. Yeah, and uh, and you know, I think we're learning. I think we like nuclear power. You know, we've got to go through a few Chernobyls and Three Mile Islands mm-hmm. uh, with this internet thing to figure out how uh, to you know protect our, our society and our put up some gates. Well, to protect yeah, civilization, to slow stuff yeah. down. Do, yeah. do you think there'll be a pendulum swing back to um, not not chivalry, courtesy, uh, common common decency no. to each other? See, because uh, the way politics swings wide, left, wide, right, yeah. we always overcompensate and overcourse correct. We've gotten I, so, so mean to each other. Yeah. I, I, I hope there can be a swing back to civility. I, I think it happens every day in person. Yeah, um, what I tell people is the text is a terrible way to communicate. Yeah. Uh, one of the other discussions I had with Andrew, and I'm not sure he enjoyed this all that much, is, you know, texting back and forth to women that are interested in him and he's interested in them. And they literally try to get the whole relationship going by text. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then they're like, well, she hasn't texted me for three hours. I wonder if she's blowing me off. Or what did she mean by LOL? When I said this thing, I didn't mean for it to be loud. And I'm like, because um, they had talked about getting together. And I was like, uh, when you talk about getting together, say, tomorrow 4, I'll pick you up. And if she says no, she's not into you. And if she says yes, you're in person, which is you know, how we communicate the best. Uh, but he looked at yeah, me it's like... it's true, because the nuances are lost in the in text. Like He looked pages, at me like I was telling him the best toilets are in the backyard yeah. with a half a moon on the door. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> in Canada, it's true. Actually. It is, yes. All right. Well, uh, great having you, Spike. Great being yeah. here, guys. Yeah. I really I really miss you guys. Always. I miss doing this. But we can get together every week if you want. Um, or every when I'm week. available, I would I will bend over right. backwards for seven hundred fifty dollars and send you. All the <laughs> <Sure> you. <laughs> all right. I don't want to see that. Right. So before we oh, go, yes, uh, do. Zip has something very embarrassing for me. You can you can take off, Spike. You don't have to hear it. Um, <laughs> oh no way, pal! Yeah. What are you gonna leave now? The year was. <laughs> do you have it, Bob? Oh, it's have all queued up. So, Sonny's pulling oh, up okay. to the toll booth. You think I'm gonna leave now? Yeah. <laughs> the year was about <laughs> 1978 or 1979. I was working here in New Hampshire at a rock station called uh, M106 at the time. M106. I was the program director. Zip was the afternoon guy? Um, I think you stuck me in the morning, didn't you? Oh, of course I would have. Yes, absolutely. Who wants to get up at that? No kidding. So Zip was on in the mornings, uh, and we played music together with a friend named Rick Davis. And Rick uh, loves to... He archives stuff, and he pulls out stuff uh, from that there. And so... I don't know what I thought I was doing. <laughs> I don't either. That song selection is pretty unique. Well, I always like that give song. Give me that. My yeah. baby does the hanky panky. Anyway, my baby does. Yeah. So this is and Rick's on guitar. Who would have played bass? Do you remember? Well, you know, I'm. I don't know. I'm it's, pretty sure I played drums. So it, it was probably Rick. Oh, okay. You know? And who would have played? Anyway, we have a guitar, piano, bass, and drums. Daddy's saying bass. And me singing for no reason whatsoever. With kind of a permed afro at the time. I had a permed afro at the time. Yes, he did. Wow. He did. Kind of like Shrek. What's his name? Shriek or the guy from 
uh, Saved by the Bell. Screech. Oh, oh, oh Screech. Screech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just died last year, so, by the way. Anyway, out of nowhere yeah. today, Rick emails this Spends and this says, along. guess it's who cute. this is? Wow. And Zip says, you got to play it on the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> and believe me, um, sure. I'm going to play, um, I, I, I love that Bo Burnham song. So, if, if you don't like it, you don't have to stay around. Uh, but I'm going to play Welcome to the Internet because we discussed so much of that today. But we'll play this first. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, me singing, Zip playing on drums, Rick on bass. It's called Hanky Panky. Here we go. My baby does the hanky panky. My baby does the hanky panky. Mama, my baby does the hanky panky. My baby does the hanky panky. My baby does the hanky panky. I saw her walking down the line. You know I saw her for the very first time. Pretty little girl dancing all alone. Hey, pretty baby, can I take you home? Never saw her, never saw her. My baby does the hanky panky. 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 Where did you get this crap? <laughs> not I miss my friend. Oh man. No, how bad is that? Right, here we go, we're not done yet. Okay. Don't throw up, folks. My baby does the hanky panky. My baby does the hanky panky. KJ Friedman's out of work. <laughs> oh, we didn't know when to end the song back then either. Let's just be playing. Oh, man. <laughs> I take you home. I never saw her. I never saw her. Zip, would you give three cracks on that snare, please? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a William Shatner a little bit of fact. It, it is Shatner-esque, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. Uh Slinger walking down the line. Oh stop. <laughs> oh he's scatting. <laughs> wow. wow. It's cracker scat. <laughs> Crackers cab. <laughs> all right, all right. Who's that keyboard of Barfies? I don't doing? know who that is. It's not me. I don't think I That's ever played That's a Casio. I don't think I ever played that well. 
God, it sounds a little like me, honestly. I might, might have been you. Yeah, yeah, you overdubbed yeah. the keyboard. That's a, a Wurlitzer, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wurlitzer okay. patch. All right, so embarrassing. Balls of stone, my friend. Balls <laughs> of stone. <laughs> yes. Very oh, brave. Yeah. Give me a lot of credit, man. Props yeah. to you, Bob. Sure. It's in the pocket, anyway. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, is that is that a song in your pocket, or are you having to see it? <laughs> and Bob also also sang Another One Bites the Dust. Yes. Oh, I remember cool. when Great we were gigging. Very bad. Very bad. Okay. <laughs> so uh, it was funny to hear, and the internet is forever, right? So yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's coming out of a loudspeaker. Feeling like a total bag of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we're going we're gonna to exit on a Bo Burnham song. Thank you, Spike. Thank you, Zips. Thank you, Ed Kelly. Hi, boys. Good night, guys. Yes, take care. Bye. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. <laughs> Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet. What would you prefer? Would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. Here's a tip for straining pasta. Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Hold on to your socks, cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock. They are grainy and off-putting. He just sent you more. Don't act surprised, you know you like it, you whore. See a man beheaded, get offended, see a shrink. Show us pictures of your children, tell us every thought you think. Start a rumor, buy a broomer, send a death threat to a boomer. Or DM a girl and groomer, do a zoomer, find a tumor in your Here's a healthy breakfast option, you should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you, here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything, all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything, all of the time. Could I interest you in everything, all of the time? A little bit of everything, all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything, all of the time. You know, it wasn't always like this. Not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, circa 99. This was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We set our sights and spent our nights waiting for you, you, insatiable you. Mommy let you use her iPad, you were barely two, and it did all the things we designed it to.
now look at you. Look at you, 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 unstoppable, watchable, your time is now, your inside's out, honey, how you grew, and if we stick together, who knows what we'll do, it was always the plan. To put the world in your hand. <laughs> Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom. of the time could i interest you in everything all of the time a little bit of everything all of the time apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime anything and everything and anything and everything and anything and everything and all of the time Whew. everybody still there genius damn he's, he's incredible zips off already asleep <laughs> during that oh yeah how did, he, his, he, how did his connection get better as the show went um, I think his wife turned off Netflix or something. 